Hmm. I'd like to start a new sugya, which we've touched on in passing some of the uh, sages before, but the main the main uh, points, the main sugya we haven't learned properly together. Um, as often, start off with a couple of shilas just to help us focus. Of course, um, normally, when Dayanim learn halacha, they first start with sugya, then through shuknarach. At that time, they've got no idea of the kind of shilas which will come up. But when you start this way round, it's somewhat easier because you have the different nuances to look out for as you go through the sugya. Um, every shaila has its own angles and ramifications. Um, so I picked two particular shailas and, and each shaila will have two versions of the shaila and see as we go through if it makes any nafkaminas don't draw any automatic assumptions just because of the way that the shailas are phrased so the first shaila um, Purim afternoon you open your door and someone's standing outside with a beautiful uh, grapevine arrangements with very expensive bottles of whiskey doesn't have to be grapevine, it could be any other company and um, and you think what you've done to deserve this until they say, your neighbor's away <laughs> right, they're not opening their door can we deliver this shlachmanos uh, here so you say fine, no problem so you take the shlachmanos and that evening, from day from afternoon, evening uh, you're hosting a suda in your house and you think that you know you need to look the part for the various different people coming and what better opportunity then to have this very fancy looking shlachwanas on display so you put the shlachwanas on display and you get all the right oohs and ahs of course without being over on sheke you don't say anything it's, you know. and then when it comes to the latter stages of the evening when the um, standard of crowds somewhat drops and, uh, and uh, you have to be a bit more cautious so at that stage you do the right thing responsible thing and you remove the shlachmanas from where it is you bring out the bell's whiskey and um, and you move the shlachmanas into your study where it's safe with all the other things in your study which no one's really got any reason to go near or past and in any case you don't want anyone going near or past and you try and keep an eye on it as best as one can under the circumstances comes to the end of the evening and um, you go inside the study and sure enough the the 300 pound bottle of whiskey is not there anymore and the shayla is whether you are khori that's the first version of the first shayla I'm not ignoring anything every shayla has got its own angles shayla number 2 of the same shayla slightly different version is Lemaisa when you saw this whiskey you thought this is actually a very very good whiskey and you decided you're not you're going to actually spend a bit more on the promise than you originally intended you're going to borrow this bottle of whiskey from the Shlachmanos and you're going to go out on Matzah Purim and buy a replacement put it in and the neighbor will be none the wiser no harm done and Shalman is so so that's what you do you take out the bottle of whiskey put it on the table um, as it happens you don't actually even get to open the bottle of whiskey and by then you open up the, the, uh, also you take the whiskey back you put it back inside the, 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 the arrangement and so it should be until during the course of the evening again the same thing happens that, that, that uh, someone helps himself to this whiskey and it's gone so two versions of the same shayla 
You put okay. it, you took it out, you put it there to okay. be drunk. Okay. Lamaisa non even opens it then. The other alcohol must have been even Why more superior. Once you've taken it. I'm just telling you a story. Right? You put it there, but then, then non opens it, and you put it back. You put it back. That's, that's what I have to, I'm, first I'm telling you, uh, Shiders, right? Then, then we'll, we'll, we'll see when we get to the, also I'll give you a chance to tell me your psak before we start the sukkah. Um, the second Shaila is similar, has its own, its own different nuances. And that is that someone's going away for the weekend, holiday, whatever you want to say, and they ask you if they can park their car in your drive. Right, those of you that have a drive, um, <coughs> can they park your car, their car in your drive? So you say fine, and they ask you if they can leave the key with you, because another family member might be coming to pick up the car, whatever it is. So you take the, the car, the car is parked in your drive. You take the key, you put it inside somewhere safe. Fine, until it comes to that Mariv that you really have to catch, and your your car is being borrowed by this family member and the other whatever it is. And you decide to take matters into your own hands, you borrow the car, go to Marev, come back from Marev, all in one piece, put the car back in the drive, Sholom on his soul. And then, it turns out, a couple of nights later, still while the sky's away, um, you wake up in the morning and someone has stolen the car. Right? So in this version of the Shaila, someone's asked to park a car in your drive, you get to park the car in the drive, the keys are kept in your house, you borrow the car without permission, um, put it back, no harm done, car back where it was, and subsequently, a period later, the car was stolen. And the second version of the same Shaila is, would the halacha be any different if instead of parking the car in your drive, you parked it inside your garage? Or you've got a you know, very fancy fenced, you know, gated uh, drive or whatever other thing, which effectively is the same thing. Th- those are the four various Shailas, two versions on each Shaila. The keys weren't stolen. The keys weren't stolen, no. So again, first Shaila, someone's living with Shlachmonos, your neighbor, um, you then put it on display, whether on the table, next to the table, Kim McLaren, and then put it away somewhere where it, where it should be considered safe, only to find out that someone went and stole the expensive bottle of whiskey that was inside it. Second Shaila, the same thing, is when you actually took the bottle of whiskey out from the range and put it on the table, ready for the guest, right, so nobody opened it, nobody used it, you put it back in the region, and subsequently it got stolen. So let's start with that Shaila. No, Alfie, you ready to pass it? Uh, I thought that in the first Shaila, the he's just put it on display. As long as it's on display, it's something where he's got a Shemira on it, because he's actually seeing it the whole time. Right. Therefore, Irrespective of the question of what impression he's giving to other people, the miser he can't do a better shmir than having it in front of his eyes the whole time. Okay. The um, um, the question is, uh, when he's put it in later, has he therefore reduced the shmira out of thought? Okay. So, so, so for the first and second shiner, let let's see. That we don't consider it being in the study as being pshir. Which, loud that could be true. Because what would be that it'd be pshir if you've got people walking in the house without proper uh, guards or someone standing there on duty? Yeah, you no, know, you don't accept people to go into that room, but right? You, you know, that room's out of bounds, the door's closed. 
That's what I'm saying. And, and someone's trying to keep an eye on it. Can you say it's 100% secure? There's no one standing permanently on guards in the hall. I mean, some people do have that. In this house, that's not what we're talking about. So, is there an element of risk that you're taking? Well, I'm, I'm saying you t- that, that, that you can't leave anything in your your study, however safe your study might be. Unless it's locked. Huh? Unless it's locked, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would we agree without having it rated C, it's best to share with having it in the study, and that's what's going on. Again, that might depend on the size of your dining room and the, and the, and the how Labour's that gets when people are dancing around the room. We're not going to get into it. Exactly, exactly. What kind of level of shame are you at? Yeah. There's some people who have trouble being ashamed on themselves at that stage, never mind on anything else. So that's fine. So that's your the put the bottle on the table then dump no one opens it you put it back in the arrangement and so by taking it out you've been the fact that you have interfered with it the so therefore even when you put it back you're high or positive you'll still be high because once you've started doing it okay I don't know okay. the car Shaila when you take it out, you have intention to use it. But you do or don't use it, so you've had a pension, you've had some benefit from it, which means you're now showing the suffer. Once you've had that, that small measure of benefit, and therefore oh. your changes from being just Shia as a Shemachinon to being a higher level to be. Very good, okay. I hear. So that's different from putting on display. The first case, I don't know, perhaps to some extent you're also getting some benefit by showing it off. Mm-hmm. But if you have no intention of using it, it's so I'm not quite sure in the first case if I. And, and, and now when I'm putting it back, I'm no longer using it, then I'm still going to be a shame of you see. And what would you say if an onus happened? What would you say if an onus happened? No, after once, it's put back. I was trying to first of all think the question of competitive with a worker when they're working it, the shame of once they finish, become a shame of Once you've had your. your that's part. That's part of the shayla. Uh, the car shayla. What do you hold the car shayla? And therefore, how? And let's say it was an onus that happened. Someone says, "No, no, that's not being disputed." What's yeah. Let's say it's a. Uh, no one's arguing with that onus. I, I, I work on truck parking outside my house um, and, and my neighbours have got a driveway so somehow it's been deserted and I leave the car in the driveway I find it hard to believe that, that my neighbours who have the driveway I'm going to cover any shoe on that car at all oh, ok so uh, even my life, I'm not going to cover any shoe if they go and drive that car they straight down over them on the car that, that, that might be true they go over them but we're trying to so, so part of the shadow as well is though are you a shame of Bechal to begin with. That might make enough minutes, right? I, I can't see that you've accepted it. Well, as you said, they put it in your garage. You I can begin to see it you maybe as a shame. No, no, no. If they ask if they can leave it in your garage. The second shot, they put it in the garage. I can begin to Or you put it, but they ask if they can keep it in your garage. Yeah, but no, 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 Michelle, who puts it there. Correct. Um, maybe there's a shot. Did they give you any permission to use it? No. Correct. So the difference between exactly the difference between the 
third shaila and the fourth shaila, or the two various shailas on the car scenario, is bechalal exactly Yossi's point. Are you bechalal a shame on the car, or at best a shame on the key? Right? Having the key in your shus doesn't necessarily make you a shame on the car. That would make it grommer at best. Right? Um, if somebody was to break into your house and steal the key, if you'd be a shame of be hired to pay for a key. But if they then subsequently took that key and went and took a car which you were not a shame on, that would be pure grommer. Grommer on an item which you were never Kabla Christ, so to speak. Right? There's even a shy if somebody asks you if they can put something in your in your house and you say you can use that corner. You know, it's killing, it's killing. I'm allowing you to use that corner. I'm giving you a, uh, so to be a free lease, short term lease on a bit of space. I'm not going to any achrayas per se. On the what? That no, then that we've seen a number of times before, right? Before we started learning any of these halachas, then we understood already that that the man in the street might not necessarily realize he's a shomer in circumstances where the Torah says he is. Right? If somebody says to you, can you take this envelope to his soul? There are plenty of people who wouldn't think they're a shomer. I'm just doing them a favor, taking their soul. You know, but but there we we've already clarified very clearly in our that if you've taken something, you are a chori on it. You're a shame if you're not being paid. Someone says, "Can I leave something in your house, right, um, until the neighbor comes back?" Depending on on exactly your nusuch. Um, most cases, you're going to be a shame a shame on it. I mean, if, if you were if you were to turn around to the Delivery See, I'm not not being of course. Yeah, but, but then it's likely. Yeah, if you've been to my shit, like, yeah, only nutniks, right? It's likely that he will respond by saying, "Fine, I'm not going to leave it. I'm going to try and do it." Yeah, I'm not worried. What do you think is going to happen? It's only poem. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. So, so, so very good. So we've highlighted uh, uh, um, that that Shiloh. and again, I think if that's partial, then it's. Again, interesting Shiloh, when you when you borrow somebody's um, car, right, and you are told to park it in their uh, also outside their house, let's say you, you bring it back, you park it outside the house, where it's not in anyone's wishes. The the whole situation of car brings up Shilohs which one doesn't have with normal chafotzim because the place where you leave it often is not in a, inside somebody's wishes. Right, so the driveway is a bit more of a grey area because it is in there a shus, but it's not in a shus that's protected, it's not in a shus that's guarded, etc. The crux of the shaila, <coughs> each of these shailas has different nuances, but the crux of the shaila is when you use something you have no permission to use, and subsequently return it to its original or place of origin, what happens at that stage? Now this is a shaila which comes up by Geneva it's a shayla which comes up in the Shmira it's a shayla comes up in different number of different scenarios we're going to start the sugya um, and learn it and you have to be a little bit patient until we get to what we need for our particular shayla um, but it's because I had to do it properly and go through it um, and, and then so we'll, we'll come back and see the different nuances there are really two sugyas in, 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 in the Gemara there's this short Gemara in Eilwitzis now then there's a Gemara in Hamafkid which we've learned before I think together a while ago I think we learned this part of the Gemara I'm not sure but uh, I'll upon him I'm Dafka starting with the Gemara in Edwin Sears Gemara in Edwin Sears sure if the reason let's say the case of the car you move it not because you want to put a shawl but because you need to bring a band to the driveway to repair your roof or something so you're moving it not only 
Now, we we understand at this stage that the makor of this halacha is because it says v'hoshiv teshivim. At this stage, the Gemara understands that v'hoshiv teshivim is a double lashon, and the double lashon is telling you not only do you have a chiyuv to return it once, but and then that's it. I've done my chiyuv, but even multiple times you have a chiyuv to return it. Frank the Gemara, amalei umidrabon l'rava, ema hoshiv chadazimna teshivim tre zimni. Maybe you don't even shout pasuk. Maybe hoshiv tells you once, teshivim tells you even a second time. Twice is enough, not more than twice, that's enough. Says Rav, no. I feel a kuf Even if it would just say Hashiv, that means even a hundred times. There's no, there's no limitation put in the Torah. You have here to return us in Salvator. How many times it might be in Salvator? You have a Chiv. Why do you need to shiv him? So Hashiv, I feel a kuf on Mashma. To shiv him, ain't in the basic. From Hashem, you only know you can return it to the house. How do you know you're allowed to return it even to their garden or to their room? Says the Apostle Tashivim, Mikom Mokim. You have to return it wherever. Doesn't make sense where it is, wherever you have to return it to. In fact, the Gomorrah for clarification. What is the scenario that we're talking about? Well, you're allowed to return it not only to the house, even to the garden or to their ruin. Says the eat them into a pshita. If you return it to their garden, but their garden isn't just an open front garden, it's a back garden that's secure and fenced in and whatever else it might be. So why shouldn't you be able to put it there? Well, there's no particular miler, there's no particular advantage to the house over any other protected property. Either lay and if we're talking about where it's not guarded, then am I? Why are you allowed to put it there? Why is the Torah telling you you're allowed to put a person's salvator in a place which is insecure, unsecure? Says the Gemara. No, we're talking about where it's stuck somewhere that's guarded. Well, Kamashalon, why do you need a possible to tell you that you're allowed to put it in there a that's guarded? Kamashalon, the Leiba Inan Aspailim. The Chiddush of the Torah is that you don't need, in this particular instance, to show salvator. You don't require das bailim, and this goes like Rabbi to Amara. How cold sweichin das bailim? Chutz mashavus aveda. Shatayer ribsa hashavus harbe. Says the Gemara. As Rabbi Loza tells us, everything requires das bailim. That means when you return something in every normal scenario, you need the owner to know you're returning it. Except for hashavus aveda, where the Torah has an extra ribui of hashiv to shirim. To tell you that even if you're returning to a place the owner knows nothing about, you're still part of Dafka when it comes to Ashava Zavita. Says the Tabrashi. 
A cold tzorach tas bainim. Two lines down in Rashi. In Rashi on and the co- photocopy. Ganav v'gazan v'talus shemim sheishivoy letzuichin lohidio. Now, whether a person is a ganav or one of the shomim, and let's be clear, when he says one of the shomim here, it means one of the shomim who is now it's come to the ends of the shmirah and they're returning it back to the owner. All of them require that the owner knows about it. Says Rashi, but if you didn't inform the owner and it died or it got stolen, you're responsible. Why? The chibun to yada sheavdo will yada shehishava. Since he knew it was lost and he didn't know that it was subsequently returned, he won't be careful for it, he won't look out for it, and in the case of an animal, he won't feed it. Right? If he knows that somebody has animal, uh, has an animal there every day, puts out food. Now he sees that the horse is bolted, right? You've, you've stolen this animal, some of this animal's gone, so he's not gonna put out food anymore. If you go back and put the horse back, you know, in, in, in the field, then the horse will go supper time, and there'll be nothing there. Why? Because the owner doesn't know you've given it back. So therefore, you're, you are responsible until you tell the owner they're giving it back. That is talking about, that is talking about specifically Geneva, Shomim, etc. But not Hashav Savita. And that itself needs, needs, uh, Hezbo. Because the, the, the post has come along and telling us, we're, we're dashing from the postuk, you don't need to ask by them. If we're saying that we're talking about a scenario where if you put that animal back, the owner won't know to buy extra food, then why is that good enough for Hashav Savita? And don't tell me Zeris HaKosov. Because a minute ago, we said, what are we talking about, Ginosi and Churvosi? If we're talking about Zalomintua, then why are you allowed to return it? What do you mean, why are you allowed to return it? Zeris HaKosov, Hashem that's good enough. No. There's no Havamina that you can go and put this in a place where it's not secure. Right? That's Poshut. That can't be what the Poshut's coming to tell us. So if that's Poshut, why is it not Poshut that when it comes to putting in a place where it's going to be starved, because the owner doesn't know it's there, he's not going to come to check for it, he's not going to come to put food, no, that we can learn from a possible but it's okay. But if the, 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 I'm sorry, the, the Rashi, how can we speak from Yeah. Read it again. He says, Yeah. Why? It's the Yoda Shavdo. Since the owner, there is lost or stolen. It means it's, it's left his Rishus. Since the owner knew it, let gone from his Rishus. Which is Shav Savitza, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know. But Rashi is clearly meaning since he knows it's gone from his Rishus, and he doesn't know it's been returned, so then he's not going to do what's really not, either not going to look after it in the same way, or he's not going to provide it with what, what it requires. And therefore, in such a case, that, that, that's what you have. So that's interesting. The first time I saw Rashi in, 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 in this Gilgul, Right, uh, um, then, then I take a thought, wow, Gewalt Gedirik from Rashi, that the whole Chiyah is only by an, by an animal. The whole thing that the Das Banim is only by an animal. It was, but then afterwards I realized that, that, that the last thing is, is, is about food, but before that Rashi says, So If you know, for example, the Kolzman, you got your Rolex in, in your, in your study, you take extra care, how much, you know, uh, how much you leave people in the house or whatever, whatever, because you've got your Rolex there. 
then Achon and Slan you won't care for enough the road is got stolen right so I don't need to be so careful with my study anymore because the rest of it is just books I've got nothing there I have to be particularly careful about you come and put my study my Rolex back in my study and you don't tell me about it then I'm not going to protect my study the same way that I protect it till now because as I'm concerned it's just books there's no high risk so therefore I learn it, learn it. I'm not going to take the, 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 the required uh, uh, level of, uh, of attention or, or shmira so therefore you're going to be chayef so we have to see we have to see well, we have to see whether the, how blanket this rule is and, and, and isn't but before we go to the next Gemara let's have a look in Shulchan Aruch uh, the, the Mechav in Shulchan Aruch uh, we're going first to Allah in, 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 in Shinun Hei Shinun um, Hei which is Hilchus Geneva in Hilchus Geneva now the Mechaba breaks down these halachas into, into a number of interesting different uh, um, scenarios and you can see that the Mechaba is taking this halacha and he's using the, the, the rationale for the halacha to say where it doesn't doesn't apply right so which is along the lines of what Yossi is suggesting so let, 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 let's see I'm not saying he's saying the same thing but let's see Sif Aleph Shinun Hei Aleph Hagoynim Chifetz Beis Chaviru Vechziru Elim Mekemoy Somebody stole something from his friends and then he put it back and the owner doesn't know you put it back now listen carefully says mehem. if the owner originally knew that it was stolen from him even though now the gun has put it back he won't be potter and he will be responsible for it he'll be achoy until the owner knows about it Example, he counts, he's used to having, missing one silver fork, and now he counts his cutlery as he does at the end of every Shabbos meal, he realizes that he's got all the forks he needs. So obviously it's, it's been put back somewhere somehow by someone. Then, once that happens, then, then you're not chayv anymore. Says Mechaba, a chiddush, we don't see this in the Gemara that says the Mechaber that when you return it even though he didn't know at the time when you returned it that you were returning it but subsequently he does a roll call right and he, he checks you know every single uh, silver spoon and he discovers they're all there once he discovers they're all there then then you're off the hook that's called Yadu Habaylam right so we don't say since when it came into the Rishus of the Ganav of, of the, of the Nignav, he, he didn't know, therefore that's a Yuchayv Lo'ilam Void. No, that doesn't make sense. The whole reason. Now, it, it, it's interesting. The Ram, the Mechaba is saying clearly, the Chisoran in the lack of Yodzwa Bailim is purely technical. It's purely technical. What's the technicality? That the owner doesn't know to look out for it. Which fits with Rashi. Right? There are other ways one could learn. But it fits with Rashi. Therefore, says the Mechaba, ah, if that's the case, then once he's chapped, even if it might be later, whenever it might be, it could be six years later, it doesn't make a difference. Whenever he's chapped from now, you're not liable anymore. Right? So, one thing you see clearly, is it's not shot that we're imposing some kinds of penalty on the Ganef, that until you go, you know, you could learn, you could learn this Lacha, that there's a certain moral obligation 
on the Ganav that you go and you, you, you do you know you come and do your vidri and you come up to the, 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 the Nignav and you say here I, I, I stole this from you I apologize here and I'm giving it back to you now and once you do that then you're no longer liable but until you've actually had, had the gut so to speak to come up to him confront him and tell him own up to what you've done then you're liable you're liable you could learn nothing to do with Hilchashmira nothing to do with how well the owner is looking after you not looking after it until you give it back to him you are khuri says the Muhammad that's not that's not pshat that's not pshat why I call Tzrichin Dasbanim call Tzrichin Dasbanim is purely practically speaking we need to make sure that the owner is watching out for it so if he knows it was missing and now he doesn't know it's been brought back he's not going to look after it properly but once he knows it's been brought back doesn't make him how long whatever it is from then on you're not liable right so you're all clear on, 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 on this scenario that has been put into the owner's rishos not that you've got it still. 100% if it's been put, hasn't been put in the owner's shoes, there's nothing to talk about. You're definitely yeah. liable. Here, even though it's been put in the owner's yeah. shoes, only once he chaps is when you're no longer liable. Says, says the, the, Mechaba writer, Lefichach, bottom line on, on, in 2a, going into 2b, 2b. Lefichach, gonav leimois, viv liam leibecheshm. If you've stolen money from Ruven, and now it comes to paying Ruven money for something else, and you put in some extra coins without pointing it out. We're not someone to kisay. Im yoida minyan hamois going down to two b. Im yoida minyan hamois sheloi sheloi. Then yotzer, if he knows exactly how much coins he had in his purse before, and now instead of putting in eight, you put in twelve, so he's going to know he's got the other four extra. Then then you're okay. She adam asking l'mashu shmei b'chol shot. Like we said this halacha before. There's a klal. We can argue with it from now till tomorrow whether it still applies now that it doesn't apply now that there's a klal that a person shakes his purse the whole time and he'll even check it to the level of knowing how much weight is in there, meaning how much money is in there, because otherwise it doesn't help you, right? You can check his wallet without opening it, but but, but, then, but then without opening the coin uh, pocket, wherever it would be, it wouldn't help. So here you 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 rolled up in the cheshbon. And here he's found it's there amongst the rest of his money. If you quickly throw it into a person that doesn't have any money at all, why? Because he is not going to be cautious enough with an empty purse. If he thinks there's no money in this purse, he's not going to look after it. He'll leave it lying around. Why not? It's an empty purse. So if you want to put money into that purse, that, that, that's no good because he's not going to, he's not going to cut. And you'll be liable for until you notify the 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 um the owner that you put it back into this particular kiss. Now listen to this. Mahaba now brings up a kula based on the londus that we said so now. If the owner never knew it was stolen, right? Purim night. You go into that study, you take a bottle of whiskey, the owner hasn't been in there, he's clueless, he doesn't hop, you smuggle it out. You get out to the hospital, you find a nice quiet corner, you sit down, the air starts to clear, and you actually realize, what are you doing? You know, how much if you're holding someone else's bottle of whiskey? Uh, you know, so you decide, uh, can't do this. You go back and you put it there, back in the room where, where you got it from. And unfortunately, the next guy doesn't have the same battle of conscience. 
Right, it's conscious. So if he goes there, he steals it. Uh, conscience, sorry, Adliyada. He goes and steals it, and 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 and, and uh, that's it now. So is the first guy chayev? Is the first guy chayev? Listen to this. It says Mechaba, Kula, Mam Shachilish. Vim loyot zo abaynim shenignav mehem. If the owner never knew it was stolen, as far as he knows, this bottle of whiskey is sitting in his tabot, in, in his study, he doesn't know it's stolen. Then miyad kishazim lemukemum yotzer. Do you know what situation the Gemara is talking about when it says when the Rebbe told us that that a cold suichin das bainim without das bainim yochayev? That's only talking about a case where the owner knew it was stolen. Why? Because let's analyze it. If he is looking after it properly, that means he's giving it the required level of shmir. Or if it's an animal, he's putting out the food for it. All the rest of it, whatever, and that's fine. Along comes the gunner, and the gunner steals it. Without him knowing. Right? Without him knowing. So as far as he's concerned, he still has to do exactly what he should be doing. Putting food there, making sure it's secure, wherever it might be. Now you come and bring it back, and slip it in, and put it back to where it was. Right? So, you're not chayv. Why should we chayv? Because the way we have now explained the whole halacha of kol das bainim, is purely because we need to make sure he's looking after it. But he's going to be looking after it because he never knew it was gone. So as far as he's concerned, it's been in the whole time, of course. However he would look after it, that's what he's doing now. So then there's no reason why he needs us by him. As he's not the Macham. Ah, we're not ready for this too. That's only It's only where the original uh, responsibility for it was the owners that's all that's the horror now so the Shaila is now like this Mechab is going to take this one step further and see Kimmel um, we're not yet ready for see Kimmel just before we come to see Kimmel we have to learn Halacha which is, is Mashkiach's dream to come across Halacha like this it says this Halacha which we said is only when we're not talking about a live animal if you steal a sheep from the flock and the owner knows about it and then you put it back into the flock without the owner knowing then you're going to be chayv that's partial that's why we said so now if, you, if when he, you stole it he knew it was stolen and then you put it back he doesn't know then, then, then you're chayv right that we've said now now and then once he counts the flock, counts the flock, and he sees it's there, then he then he gave him a pot like we said before. Now listen to this. If the owner didn't know it was stolen, he didn't know it was put back. As far as he's concerned, it's been there the whole time. So by by metaltlin, what did we say? Your potter, your potter. That's what he said before. Listen to this. Even if subsequently. He never knew it was stolen. Right? And subsequently even he counts and checks and everything's fine. Why? In order that he can guard properly this stolen uh, lamb. Master Chiddush come out of nowhere I'm just oh, showing him what does he say exactly he says you know giving uh, shoes everybody else man him 
Let's we'll say you know a, a, a bochi sits in, in the four walls of the basamedrash. Who's you going up? You know you're preparing already now. Sits in the four walls of the basamedrash, and Bach Hashem, you know the mashkiach thinks he's more or less got his his his, his fingers on on the pulse of where they're holding. And he comes back, and you've got no idea what, what you're getting back, and how that's going to be mashpiyah. And the other bachim say that initially a mashpiyah, and this is not a shmuz. Bachaponim says says the mechaba the kol the yichidish. You know, you got this yeka. His sheep have been well trained, and they know that you don't veer off the pass more than a certain distance. And he can sit there reading his paper every morning, and sipping his tea, and he's got full confidence that everyone's going to do kedasakid. So he doesn't know you've taken his sheep, right? Now you put his sheep, the sheep back. So you think, see no evil, hear no evil, he doesn't know, everything's fine, Shalman is so. What should be the problem? Meanwhile, you know, this, this, this sheep has been staying in a home from Chesa, you know, Pailisha home. And, you know, it's, it's got a whole different set of rules. How late it stays out at night and where it goes and how far, it doesn't have to mummish stick to the game plan. And now, all of a sudden, he doesn't know, so he brings out all the sheep, all the flock, in, in, you know, out to graze, like normal. He thinks, I don't need to mummish keep a tight arm, because they know what what's expected, they're not expected, right? And, and he doesn't know, meanwhile the sheep goes off, and what do the others do? Like sheep, you know, and, and that's it, it's, it's, it's a churban. So I was say, you're you got to make sure your doesn't say your to other sheep. But by your for the sheep, because it could have picked up bad habits, bad customs, uh, in, in a different location. Now, this is what, what we need now, the first time we're coming to the halacha, which is relevant to our scenario. When is it your potter when you put it back in its place? Which remember we've said is, is true, um, either once the Bainam finds out about it afterwards or if the Bainam never knew it was stolen in the first place. That's talking about the Ganov Hagoinim a base Bainam. A Ganov who steals it from the home of the owner. Aval, Shemesh, a Ganov, Rishus, Atzmoi, but a Shemesh who steals from his own Rishus, Kagoin. For example, if it was deposited with him, this kiss or tzle, and the Eden that was stolen from him, even if the Eden that subsequently been put back, he'll be chayyab until he notifies the owner. Says the Mechaba that when do we say that a Ganav can steal it and put it back without the owner knowing because he never knew it was gone in the first place and therefore Shalman Yisrael that's talking about when you've stolen from a third party or second party from someone else but where you have two hats you are the Shemer and you are the Ganav and you take it from yourself Right, you're meant to be in, you're in the middle of, 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 of acting as a shamer here. And mitten shmira, you go now and take it from yourself because you steal it. And now you want to put it back. It's true that the owner is clueless to the whole pasha because he doesn't speak to you on a hour by hour basis. So he doesn't know that you've now just stolen the chivitz which he thinks you're looking after. And when you when you put it back, he doesn't know about that either. Nevertheless, you're chayev. Why are you chayev? Sorry? 
Uh, well, more than that, because no. we're saying it's how you find him. Why do we need to aid him? Come to understand. <laughs> Very good. So, we're, we're, what, what are we saying here? We're saying here that you don't become a shamer again. You've blown it. In English legal terms, you've you, you bro- you broken the trust. Right? You're acting on behalf, and there's been a breach of trust, and you can't just decide you're becoming a shamer again. Yeah, you are a shamer, and no wish to look out to, to use it. Now you go and use it, you're a gunner. You've stolen it from him. He trusted you, he entrusted you with it, and you've gone and stolen it. Now all of a sudden, you want to put it back, and besides, you know, holier than now, I'm back being the shamer hat. And Shalom Ali saw, he doesn't know what doesn't bother, what he doesn't see doesn't bother him. No, it's a lot of lechacha. It doesn't go like that. The power can make you a shamer, you can't make yourself a Correct. Once you blow being the shamer, you can't become the shamer again. Correct. Uh, again, you want to make yourself a shaman reader to make you, you re- returns it to someone. Well, what will he gain by you doing that? You'll be chayv in any case, achrayis. If 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 you're not a shaman, then you're a gunner who's achray, So well, there's no mile for him. The point of shaman reader is that someone should now pick up pick up and look after because otherwise it's, go- it's gone. However, Alfie, we, we have to stop here. But Alfie has a very good ha'ara. Read the Mechabah. Mechabah says three words which are seemingly superfluous. Says Mechabah again, Siv Gimel. No, that's something to my Baganav. If he's got this Kisit that's been deposited with him, and, he, and now, and the Aedim that was stolen from him, then after Bishop Zero Kaimoi Khaibachus is gonna be Khaif. Shines why why do you need to say Yesh Aidim Shagamu? What's the Shaikhas or the relevance to Yesh Aidim Shagamu? The whole whole point of it was he stole it, but took it no one knew it was taken. No, the owner doesn't know. Here the owner also doesn't know, possibly. Aidim see it. But so we, at the time when he does it, the owner still doesn't know. Oh. So, the, we'll see the shach, which on the, the left hand side here, see for Aleph. Um, so we'll see in the next year the shach. Shach brings the Rishonim, a number of Rishonim who learn that when is it that we say that you don't go back to being a Shomer? That's when the reason why, why, why should you go back to being a Shomer? Because you've done Tshuva, because you put it back. But I that that's considered a Tshuva when no one saw you take it in the first place. So you're a Shomer who now borrows, uh, uh, car we have to see Tucker is that called AIDS or not you're driving around in public but you're, you're the person who's got this thing you're meant to be looking after home and now you use it now you use it no one saw you use it and then you go and put it back why are you putting it back so it is you don't want us to take it Tucker were naughty you used it when you should have used it but now I've returned it I'm fine then no I can't go back to being a shamer when can't I go back to being a shamer when the reason I put it back doesn't show anything about me doing tshuva the reason I put it back is because there were agents that saw me take it I was caught red handed with my hands in the cookie jar so now I go and put the the, 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 the cookie back sheepishly but say that, that that's not a riot to tshuva or anything of the sort and if it's not a riot to tshuva then I'm not a shamer anymore he doesn't say that uh, you know that there were agents he only said there were agents his lotion is not and that's uh, you knew that. I hear, but we'll see you in the shaft. That's quite right. how the shaft's going to be continued. Two weeks. In two weeks' time. I feel like I'm